Welcome to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. I am your co-host, well, we're your co-hosts, Damian Parson and Eugene Holt, guys. It is, what, Wednesday night. We got, you know, the combines behind us. Uh, free agency kicks off next next uh, Sunday on the 15th. Uh, we'll come with you. We'll have some more um, some more free agency podcasts for you guys. But tonight, Eugene, it's it's mock draft season, baby. It's mock draft season. We it's, it's we about to you know tell all the 32 teams of what they going to be getting, whether you like it or not. Exactly. This is what. <laughs> now I'm, let, let's go ahead and get the precursor out there, guys. This isn't what mm-hmm. we think the teams would do. This is what we would do with that pick. And yep. so how it's going to go is, you know, one of us is going to start with the first pick. Next person has a second and we're going to rotate it like that. And, you know, whoever's off the draft board is off the draft board. And then we keep rolling. And so, you mm-hmm. know, if, if the Raiders, if the Raiders want CD lamb, but for some reason the Arizona Cardinals takes him with one of our picks, that means the Raiders got to adjust on the fly. So it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun, but, uh, I, no, but the thing about Eugene, how are we going to figure Ooh. out, now we did not dis- we're not we did not discuss like who's gonna have the first pick, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the no, we didn't. haunted first pick. So who's how are we gonna figure this out, Eugene? Uh, well, we're gonna have to have uh, um, a really uh, a st- uh, a steel cage uh, <laughs> uh, rock paper scissors match. <laughs> we gotta go old school, you know. Mm-hmm. You just just straight blood, sweat, and tears, rock paper scissors. Yep. Mind you, mm-hmm. I know a lot of you guys are wondering. Okay, this is audio. How are these guys playing rock? Because we're on video chat right now, so we can see each other. Yep. Y'all just can't see us. You can hear our lovely voices, but you can't see us. So, so just take our word for it. Exactly. So we're. I'm seeing. He can see me. I can see him. And we're gonna rock paper scissors mm-hmm. this thing. And whoever loses gets the second mm-hmm. pick. Whoever wins gets the first pick. You understand what I'm saying? So. Eugene, you ready to do this? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm ready. Let's go. All right, all right. Let's let's, yeah. you know. all right, let's, <laughs> let's go. go. <laughs> all right, rock, well, cave. So hold up, hold up. We gotta get you. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Listen, listen, listen. I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure I'm right. All right. All right. All right. You ready? Okay. Let's do it. All right. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. I got rock. Okay. 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 I got rock. You got it. You got it. So I'm pretty sure I, got the first. I know who mm-hmm. the first pick mm-hmm. is, but hey, maybe you throw me a curveball. I don't know. But let's, let's yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. You know what mm. I'm saying? Let's, let's, see, let's see what you kick off with the first pick. You are the Cincinnati uh, Bengals, and you are on the clock. I am the Cincinnati Bengals, and I am on the clock, and I'm wishing Tua never got hurt <laughs> so I could take him. But I am going to go with Broadway Joe Burrows with the first pick in the draft. Broadway Joe Burrow. I like it. I like it. Big shocker. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, though. I mean, hey, it is what it is. That's the move that, of course, everyone believes they're going to make. And Mm -hmm. unless Tua's hip and everything comes back, I mean, just completely perfect. Everything's perfect. I, I don't see a way that they choose to go with Tua over Burrow. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think all things healthy. I think Tua has a higher a higher ceiling. I think the floors yeah. are the same, but I think Tua has a better career. Um, depending, of course, depending on where he lands in the draft, if he's healthy, he's one hundred percent 
uh, recovered from the hip. So, but hey, you can't go wrong with Broadway Joe. I call him yeah. Joe Cool. I took that name from Flacco because you know Flacco doesn't deserve it anymore. He's not cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Flacco ain't cool no more. You know, <laughs> I don't think he ever dad. was. First cool. of all, he's got dad bod, so that's that. Flacco has a dad bod. Um, yeah. And at this point, he plays like a retired father. Um, yes, so, yes, he does. That's so what it is. But um, he plays—he plays like a retired player, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so shout out to Joe Flacco, though. Shout out to him. Made uh-huh. a lot of money. Yeah. Super Bowl champion, all that stuff. Good, good for you. Um, yeah. But yeah, hey, Broadway Joe to the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they tag AJ Green. All that stuff. It, it works. It works. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you guys already know what's next. I have the. Washington Redskins, baby. Um, I know a lot of talk mm-hmm. with the whole Tua Tunga Vailoa thing, and for me, I mean, I know. Listen, Kyler Murray replaced Josh Rosen, right? They got Cliff Kingsbury, and a lot of people mm-hmm. trying to connect the dots between Arizona and how the Washington Redskins could pull what Arizona pulled. The only problem is Washington has a defensive coach. Yeah, we're Are you fitting it, fitting your quarterback in when majority of your whole head coaching career you had one of the most like deadly, you had the deadliest dual threat that we've seen until Lamar Jackson, and even yeah. then I think Cam was still a better passer, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, for the most part. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's two of is it the same mold of what you've dealt with? So. I beg to differ, and I don't believe that he is this, you know, he's not this offensive guy that, hey, this is the guy from my scheme. That's what Cliff Kingsbury did with Kyler Murray. Not saying Josh Rosen couldn't run it, but there's a lot of RPOs. There's some read options. There's a lot of of movement, moving the launch point. That's what Kyler Murray brought to that offense, as well as having a piss-poor offensive line. You have to be able to run a 4-4 and get from back there. Kyler Murray does exactly. that. Josh Rosen does exactly. not. So it's nope. not the same, guys. But for me, it's definitely not the same. And I'm not going to it. Give me Chase Young. Give me the predator. I want him preying on quarterbacks in the NFC East for Best eternity. In the draft. For eternity, yeah. okay? I'm, listen, exactly. I'm not going as – I'm the GM right now of the, of the Washington Redskins. There's no way I let him get to Detroit. Or no. if Detroit says decides to trade out and the and the uh, Chargers move up and go and grab uh, Tua or or um well not Tua if I took Tua and they grab Justin mm-hmm. Herbert guess who's going to guess who uh, Chase Young falls to your rival the New York Giants. division rival absolutely exactly. not I'm not no Tua's coming off a bad hip. There's no way in the mm-hmm. world I'm leaving him out yeah. there with possibly yeah. Trent Williams not stepping in uh, if we don't give him the contract. Me, personally, you're getting paid, mm-hmm. my guy. If I'm the GM, I'm paying you, and I'm making sure to fire everybody off the medical staff that nearly ruined yeah. your career. Everybody's gone. Right. So exactly. I'm going to build that yeah. relationship. So for me, I'm going yeah. Chase Young, man. I believe as a rookie, he can get into not just the double-digit sacks. I believe he could be up there in the top five sack leaders in his rookie year. He is that dang Good. You understand me? Yeah. Yeah. And you think about with Washington switching to a 4-3 defense and you putting Chase Young on the line with Jonathan Allen and Ryan Kerrigan on the other side. And you and you in a division with the Cowboys and the Eagles with two solid offensive lines. You, you're going to need that good defensive line to generate pressure. It just makes too much sense. And plus, Chase Young is the best player in the draft. You see the best player in the draft, you take him. Exactly, and Plain you want know, to know what's an underrated aspect of the underrated aspect of this defense? They got Montez Sweat mm-hmm. from last year, but a name mm-hmm. that a lot of people aren't talking about: Ruben Foster, most likely returning from that ACL. That. 
So you have Ruben Foster, Ryan Kerrigan, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and Chase Young with Montez Sweat. Come on, man. That is a vicious front seven. That's a vicious front seven. That's hybrid. You can do so many different things with that front. So I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I want a legit dominant defense, and it starts up front. So Yeah, yeah, makes sense. No, you're on the clock, sense. my guy. You had the Detroit Pistons. So, oh, God. Detroit I got Pistons. Detroit, Detroit Pistons. Lions, uh, which is Detroit funny Pistons. because the Detroit Lions are picking mm-hmm. number three, and the Detroit Pistons suck so bad, they probably will be picking top five. Probably will be June, picking pick number July, three. Whatever yeah. drafted. So, uh, mm. you know, correlates. So, with, yeah, for, so with uh, Detroit, I'm gonna go. I mean, with Detroit, I'm gonna get the next best player on the on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all all the uh, all the trading Matt Stafford thing that's bogus. I don't know yeah. where that came from. So they're not gonna be looking at QB. I'm looking at. So I got I got a choice between Jeffrey Okuda or Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Now they're probably gonna lose Darius Slay if not. This offseason, then next offseason. So it makes sense to go Okuda right there. But I'm going to go Derek Brown. I just think he's going to impact the game uh, instantaneously. Instantaneously, I think he's going to get after the pass rush. And I think uh, Matt Patricia is going to be like, I'll find a corner later in the draft or or maybe next year. Or he'll work it out with uh, Darius Slight. I like I like that because it's 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 a little unconventional and it's and it's a little mm-hmm. against the grain in a way. Mm-hmm. I, I saw I think it was Danger and my during the combine. They looked at the the measurables and he measures mm-hmm. up almost i exactly identically with Halloween. Uh, exactly. Halunata. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. whoa! And you, we all know how dominant of a two gapper. Haloli Nata mm-hmm. was. Ask Ray Lewis. Yeah. He was out there running clean, baby. You know what, what? I'm saying? Nope. Running sideline to sideline, blitzing everything. Yeah, <laughs> o- only middle clean. linebacker I've seen with a clean jersey. That's a fact. And the only time he got dirty is when he was making tackles. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and it's just the, the simple fact of the matter is if you put put him there, and, and let's, let's remind everybody, Jared David, Davis, I think his last name mm-hmm. is. The, yeah. the inside lineman they drafted a few years ago. Uh, he bat, he, he got hurt. He, he showed a little promise. He's just been inconsistent. Now, I'm going to tell yeah. you something. He's a, he's, he's a strong kid, but he's also a little undersized. You don't want him trying to take on those those interior, big, physical offensive linemen. Yeah. So you're telling me yeah. that I get to put a guy that could two-gap, that could take on double teams and possibly give him a free rush and free and Keep clearance? my middle linebacker free? Yeah. Hey, that's keep it something. clean. So I like I like that move a lot. I think that's yeah. I, and I'm I listen. And at the end of the day, I still I mean I I, I would definitely go Okuda because I'm like even mm-hmm. if I have Slay, I'm like man if I can get Okuda and have Slay and I got two lockdown corners on the outside, I could possibly mm-hmm. you know try and either move Slay next year or resign or whatever whatever. But yeah. either way, it's a win win for them. It's a win win. You can't go wrong. It is. You can't go. You can't go wrong. Not at all. Can't go wrong. Um, so that so that's Burrow, Young, um, mm-hmm. Derrick Brown. So mm-hmm. then now you got the now you got the New York Giants on the clock. I got the Giants. Yep. So yep. the Giants, man, 
you know, in my one of my, my last mock draft a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I gave them Isaiah Simmons, and the reason why I said the Giants' defense doesn't have enough. They doesn't have. They don't have that guy. They don't have. They lack talent. They lack talent. They don't have that guy, and they also don't have that dog, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what Isaiah Simmons is. He's a dog. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I sit there and I think about this. You bring in Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator. Joe Judge is now the guy manning the head coaching position. What mm-hmm. what, what was Jason? And a lot of, I know Jason Garrett's a head coach was a hand clapper. Hand clapper. If everybody can hear me clapping, hand he clap. was a hand clapper. Good job. You know? Yeah, he, hand he job. Good job. Hand. Good job. You know, um, mm-hmm. but as a as a play caller, he he called the run really really well. Ezekiel Elliott flourished under the play calling of um, of Jason Garrett. Now, when they switched over to um, the Scott young Linehan. kid, uh, you know, Scott Linehan, and what, what's the young kid, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Kellen you know, Moore, they, yeah. They were, they were more of a, you know, trying to do more RPOs, more passing, uh, get a little mm-hmm. creative in the passing game. We wanted to, you know, expand Dak Prescott. For me, I think Jason Garrett's going to have such an impact positively on Saquon Barkley. I'm looking at it from mm-hmm. this aspect. How do you make sure that there are enough running lanes for Saquon? I say you get Tristan Wirfs. I take Tristan Wirfs as an athletic, physical, strong offensive tackle. I put him on the left side. I, let me tell you something. I'm a, as a New England Patriot fan, the best uh-huh. Nate Solder I saw during his, his stint in New England, he was on the right side. Mm-hmm. He was right exactly. tackle when Sebastian Vollmer went down early in exactly. his career, and he took over the right side. You flip him to the right, and then you put Tristan Wirfs beside Hernandez. I think I believe I believe that's yeah. the, the, the young kid's name. Will Hernandez, Hernandez. Will yeah. Hernandez. You put him beside mm-hmm. Will Hernandez. Now you got two beefy, thick-bodied, physical offensive linemen. Think back to Sean mm-hmm. Alexander time when he went when he was the, the the league leader when he was in Seattle. He had a dominant mm-hmm. left side, right? Exactly. Adrian Peterson had a dominant left side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Listen. You give Saquon Barkley that dominant left side. Left side, yeah, and let him just run the daylight. All I'm saying is, and then you, you keep Daniel Jones upright. You it opens mm-hmm. a lot more with your offense and his ability to run and move the, the launch point in the pocket. I think Tristan mm-hmm. works. Now, granted, Makai Becton could do the same thing, but Tristan works just to me is a little. He's a, of course more explosive, a better athlete. And think about yeah. this. This last point. You want to run some toss sweeps. You want to run some of those pin and pull type of plays. Mm-hmm. And you you could use either of them. You could put pin. You could use worse at the pinner and, and Hernandez as a puller. Or you could pin. You could use Hernandez as a pin. and you, Or you could pull both. I've seen teams pull both tackle and guard. So mm-hmm. you think about getting those two big physical freaks in front of another big physical freak. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. So I'm up next, and I have the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's sitting right there looking at them. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they, they've been tanking for Tua for a year now, so they got the tank, and they're getting the Tua. Oh, yeah. Even though I did hear, even though I did hear some word that, you know, they met the team, uh, Tua met with the team, and it didn't go well. But mm-hmm. I'm figuring they they can smooth that over because you need they need a quarterback. I think that a quarterback. was more so them not trying to show their hand. 
Yeah, smokescreen. Yeah, I think it was more so strokes because I, I was reading about that, and they said that Brian Flores has told told the, the the staff and the scouts and everyone that's meeting with the players do not give them any inkling that they're mm-hmm. hot on them. He said that's kind of, that's kind of the Patriot way. Don't give who don't give up your hand so so teams know where you're yeah. going and players know. Where don't you're tip going. your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, that so I mean. You know, it's silly season, so you're going to hear rumors and leaks and all of that. I'm just thinking about what makes sense. I mean, Tua makes sense. They, I mean, they could they could ride it out with Ryan Fitzpatrick for a little while until Tua is completely healthy, and then hand over the keys to Tua, and then you got a young you got a young quarterback to go with some good young receivers, and you can start to rebuild that franchise. Yeah, you you know I'm all for it, bro. You know I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. They have talent. They have three first round picks. And if it plays out the way that we are are drafting it, and they don't have to mm-hmm. move up, you know, we're not doing trades in this one. You know, in our next yeah. week we'll do trades. But if they can get two at five and not have to lose either of those t- other two first rounders, you can get a mm-hmm. running back, you can get an edge, you can get an offensive lineman, whatever you need, you can get those things. I'm just yeah. saying this is how you speed up your rebuild. So I like that. You know, I like exactly. that for Miami. Plus, mm-hmm. those wet, they do have good receivers over there, good young ones too. And yep. and a sleeper tight end and Mike Gusecki. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, oh, yeah, I like Gusecki coming out too. Just want, just want give, to throw that out there. Give him a, yep, give him a year to get a little is, bit stronger. Report is they're gonna use him in a big slot. They're gonna use him Ooh, as a big slot. I like so that. I like that. Saying, with, with a with a two tug of our lower, had him in the slot. You got Devontae Parker. You got Preston. Uh, Preston, what was it? Preston Williams? Williams. Preston Williams on the yep. outside. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Just, Who should have been drafted, by the way? Oh my God, how did he get not get drafted? I understand he had off the field problems, but come on. Right, man. exactly, exactly, man. Come on. He was um, a player. Facts. Next up, I got mm-hmm. at number six. I had the Los Angeles Chargers come out for five eleven mm-hmm. season. There is no Philip Rivers. Right, there's no Philip Rivers. Um, Gone. You know, if if Cam Newton was available. I could see them pull pulling the trigger for Cam for a second rounder or you know second or third mm-hmm. rounder, um, and bringing Cam into the fold. Maybe, you know, maybe Teddy Bridgewater is the guy to come in and compete mm. with Tyrod Taylor. But man, I don't know. Is it Justin Herbert? Is Justin Herbert the guy for them? Mm. They just traded away Russell Okun for mm-hmm. uh, Trey Turner. I'm not gonna lie to you. I say you go get Teddy Bridgewater in free agency. Give me Makai uh, Beckton at number at number ooh. six. Give me that big physical freak at the left tackle spot. Give me Teddy Bridgewater on the nice, nice, cool deal. You don't got to over go overkill, but you pay him. Mm-hmm. You know, pay him a good a good amount. Make sure, hey, teams, you as teams, we know that teams know how to do the what I call. Remember, remember the old cell phones, the pay as you go. Yeah. I call it the, the, yeah. the play-as-you-go contract where, yeah, we'll oh. pay you as long as you're playing well and we got ourselves a little out where, okay, exactly. he's hit a wall. We're, we're, he's hit a wall. He's falling. It's not working out. We can go ahead and cut bait after this particular offseason. Yeah, mm-hmm. play-as-you-go contract. You can give that to him. We we'll still put you in position where you can get one of the uh, – get a talented quarterback either next year or in 2022, uh, Sam Howell. Uh, kid from North Carolina, who I'm really big on. So I'm just saying, you get Makai Becton, that helps you, of course, in the run game with Austin Eckler mm-hmm. back there. I do think they 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 let go of uh, Melvin Gordon, but they have the they have weapons there, man. I say you go get Teddy Bridgewater and you get Makai Becton. 
Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All right, so now I got the Panthers on the board, and Panthers got a ton of talent on the board that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness! So, so we know that oh, we broke it right here on the show that uh, I forgot his name. The linebacker retired. Luke Kuechly, uh, yeah, Luke Kuechly retired. You going? You going where I think you're going? I might be. I might be. Okay. But but he's not a middle linebacker. He's more of an outside linebacker. I would say, I mean, that would be a good play. Because, and they also losing Shaq Thompson in free agency. I'm thinking about going Isaiah Simmons here. Mm. But, I'm sit, but I'm sitting here looking at Jeffrey Okuda and just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then again, they could go Jedrick Wells because they need they need to protect Cam because you know he's coming back. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go Isaiah Simmons. I'm just going. I'm gonna say you know that's you know they they're built on linebacker play, and they've they've taken a similar type of player in Thomas Davis like that before. They can move him around in that defense. They can put him anywhere they want to put him. Just don't don't give. A, I mean, don't pass up that talent. I, I say go with the talent and take Isaiah Simmons. He's he's the only player like him in this draft. He's the only player with this type of versatility in this draft. Take him, take him, put him where you want to, and 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 keep it running. I like that. I like that. I actually like that a lot. Putting him over mm-hmm. there, you know, in, in, in his versatile tool set um, and skill set mm-hmm. with a Shaq Thompson. I think yeah. it gives you two complete freaks and physical, yes. uh, physical and athletic linebackers who can go sideline to sideline. They can play downhill. Mm-hmm. They can blitz and rush the passer. They can drop yes. back in coverage. They give you so. They give you so much because those are the type of guys that allow your front four to truly. Because you know yeah. if you can if you can get that pass rush going with Brian Burns and company, then mm-hmm. what do the quarterbacks want to do? Get the ball out quick. And you got two athletic guys that could take right underneath there. the weight. I yeah. like that a lot. You, I like that a lot. Yeah, and you never have to take either one of them off the field. Like the speed of your front seven is going to be tops in the league. Mm-hmm. Like people, people are going to try to stretch you out horizontally, and you're going to be able to go sideline to sideline. Or like Isaiah Simmons is going to blow somebody up on a bubble screen because he's going to see it coming. Somebody going to get their head knocked off, and it just it just makes sense. It makes that defense dynamic. And all you gotta do with Cam is say, Cam, go make me some plays with uh I know I got you DJ Moore and you got Christian McCaffrey. Your offense is all right. Go make your defense dynamic and see where it takes you. I like that a lot, man. So mm-hmm. now just to just to be to be sick, just to be sure, because I'm I'm coming up on the Arizona Cardinals. Is mm-hmm. cause I want to make sure I got this right. Is Jeff Okuda falling a little bit? He is falling. He is falling. He is Alicia Keys. He is falling. And I don't think he's going to fall much further than the next pick. But no. I got the, the, the <laughs> next pick for you, at least, because I got the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals. Kyler Murray come off his, um, his his rookie of the year performance, and I was looking at some of his film on the All-22 last night, and I, I, I must say this, man. You know, we looked at what, we see, what we've seen from Mahomes and Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. and Deshaun Watson. Those those stars and, and Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray got next. 
Mm. Kyler Murray got next. From hey, I'm looking at it from a pure talent aspect, man. If they build around this kid, he's got next, bro. He is yes. athletic as all get out, but he's mm-hmm. accurate. His ball placement, everything. His, his I always talk about T T A with the extra A. T double T double A. Touch, timing, anticipation, accuracy. He has every bit of that, man. But he mm-hmm. played behind a bad offensive line. I know a lot of people are clamoring, hey, re, you know, reunite him with C.D. Lamb. And while that's a great idea, because you know that's a receiver that he has great chemistry with, they got to, you know, of yeah. course, you know, get back to it because it's been a year since they played together. That's but, the Oklahoma what, days. Yeah, that's the Oklahoma days against Big 12 defenses. I get it. But what – Weak Big 12 defenses. Right? So what do we what do we do when – he still doesn't have time in the pocket. Can't throw to nobody from your back. Exactly. And you don't want him constantly running around unless he's actually within the frame of the offense, making the play, things that not because the offensive line is leaky. So I'm going Jedrick Wills. Yes. And number eight, I'm going to protect Kyler Murray. You understand what I mean? I'm going to protect him because Jedrick Wills yep. played right tackle while Alex Leatherwood played the left, Alex Leatherwood, who will be coming out next year, could be either a premier tackle or premier guard because he played both at Alabama. But Jedrick mm-hmm. Wills protected Tua's blind side because Tua's left-handed. He could play the left tackle, so you could flip yep. him to the left tackle let him protect your guy, Kyler Murray. He's strong. Exactly. He's physical. He's got athleticism. And he, he could be nasty. He's got a strong punch. He's kind of that heavyweight mm-hmm. box hog, that George Foreman. And when he puts his hands on you, you're going to feel it. You feel it. You, you feel, feel it. those punches. Yep. But he's also polished and clean. And I just look at it from mm-hmm. the aspect of you do that in that system. Protect Kyler Murray, man. And, and, protect, and, and, yeah. and that allows, you know, Jesuit Wills are going to do his thing. But then you bring back Kenyon Drake and, and allow the young guys. You drafted young receivers for a reason. Keyshawn Johnson, yeah. Akeem, Hakeem Butler, Hakeem Butler, Isabella. yeah. You got Christian, you got Christian Kirk, Christian and Kirk, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. Listen, let yep. these young kids, let them grow. I'm not let them bringing CD Lamb, man. Especially when my offensive coach line is so poor. So give me yeah, nah. Jed- Jedrick Wills, man. Yeah, coach him up. Yeah, that's that. I mean, you got a franchise quarterback. Protect your franchise quarterback. It just, it just makes sense. Exactly. Just makes it. Now, with the next pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars run up to the podium in 2.5 seconds, and they say, Jeffrey Okuda, give him here. We want him now. Can't believe he fell this far, but we will take him. I mean, it just makes sense. They lost. They traded away Jalen Ramsey. Got a repl- And they just traded away uh, A.J. Bouye. Mm-hmm. You need help at corner. You, I, well, I, you're starting over at corner. Why not start over with one of the best in the draft? It just it makes sense. It's a perfect fit. Exactly. I like that. You know, I like that a lot, man. Okuda, lockdown mm-hmm. corner. You know, and, and that's the guy that they need, especially now that the the the, the cornerback room is getting a little slim and a little trimmed yeah. up. Uh, I think this is you know what they this is the best situation. Go ahead and, and, and get Okuda, man. Start the rebuild yeah. defensively and. I know you've seen the reports that they're willing that they're looking to trade Nick Foles. Um, yeah, I'm gonna tell, oh tell you right God. now, just to throw this out here, Chicago. Mm-hmm. If there's a team that could do it, that could probably take on the the, the cap hit, 
that salary, yeah. That salary, I would say the That's Chicago Bears should look yeah. into it just as an extra. Mm-hmm. If they can't get, you know, Derek Carr or Andy Dalton, just somebody to push Mitchell Trubisky. Exactly. Yeah, and let me tell you about here in Philly, it's just this small pocket of Eagles fans that believe Nick Foles is a god. <laughs> and they call themselves the Folesian Society. Oh, my God. Whack, whack name, I know. But, like, they have been so loud all week. Bring back Nick Foles. Bring him home. He's better than Carson Wentz. Man, shut up. Leave him alone. Let him stay where he at. Man, listen. Uh, yeah, Foles is going to um, – he's going he's gonna to move, but he's not coming to Philly. And thank God for that. Yeah, no. But, yeah, he – yeah, yeah, he would be, but he would be a nice uh, stopgap quarterback for anybody that that wants to draft a young guy and let him de- take, give him a year to develop. Get Nick Foles; he's a good stopgap quarterback, good game manager, dude. Just going to pay twenty two million a year for him. So good luck with Yikes. that. <laughs> yes, no, no. Yikes. How about twenty two this year, twenty three next year, twenty seven year after that? Yikes. For Nick, for Nick bleeping Foles, I'm good. And that's exactly why Tom Coughlin got fired. Um, yes. Let's go yep. up. Next up, I had the Cleveland <laughs> Browns, and we all know where mm-hmm. they need to go. I mean, yeah, they got they got some issues on the, in the defensive front as well. They're supposed to be losing Joe Schobert, uh, inside mm-hmm. linebacker, but I'm keeping it simple, baby. Keeping it nice, simple, and sweet. Um, yep. Give me Andrew Thomas from Georgia as Hello. the tackle. Their starting left tackle last year is facing felony charges of marijuana distribution. <laughs> um, so, instead of having the plug, how about we get a guy that we can plug and play on the and offensive line um, yes. to ensure that he protects Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield regressed dramatically and drastically in his second year. Mm-hmm. He was overweight. Mm-hmm. He just did not seem like the same player. So I'm telling you right now, if it's me, I get Andrew. I get um, Andrew Thomas. He's a physical guy. He's polished. He's solid in, in, in everything that he's does. When you saw him in the workouts at the mm-hmm. combine, he just looked crisp. So give me that guy that I yeah. can trust. And now, and you're pairing him with a Georgia teammate in the backfield with Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. those weapons, you need to be able to protect Baker Mayfield. And, and Kevin Stefanski is going to want to run the ball as well because you know where he's coming from, from Minnesota and what they did with Kirk Cousins. All I know is yeah. Baker can play football. Let's give him an yeah. O-line and let's take away that excuse. If you give him an yeah. O-line and he has time and he's still making bad decisions, then you need to be looking for another quarterback. But exactly. you cannot fully critique this young man after one bad year, after you lifted him up on the pedestal, his first good year, and understand that you have a piss-poor offensive line. You, mm-hmm. What's so funny? Cleveland traded their best offensive line, Kevin Zietler, to the Giants. In that, I think in that Odell Beckham trade, they had Austin Corbett yeah. that they drafted in the second round. They traded him, who was the replacement to Zietler, to the Rams. So, oh, come on, man. Like, all that. All of that. All of that. Come just, on, man. Just take Andrew Thomas and get it right. You, don't, you won't have to worry about tackle for the next 10 years. Exactly. Yep. Next up, you got the Jets, brother. I got the Jets. The J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. And now... Now, here is where the wide receivers start mm, that run. going. That run. So, I'm, yeah, I'm the Jets, and I am losing 
uh, Robbie Anderson to free agency, mm-hmm. and I'm staring down the barrel of CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy on my board, mm-hmm. sure, why not? Why not take the best wide receiver in the draft? And his name is Jerry Judy. Yes, sir. Take Jerry Judy and, and give give Sam Darnold a nice little weapon that can be a volume catcher and a big play threat. And clear and with Jerry Judy running down the field, that clears out a little bit more space for Le'Veon Bell. You can get him more involved in the passing game. It, it, it's a nice little weapon for for Sam Darnold. And the Jets, and he's one of the best. He's the best wide receiver on the board. Take him. I like that. You know, they, they were seven and nine. Uh, Sam Darnold yeah. made some strides. They they got, of course, they still got to upgrade the offensive line. But this is a deep tackle draft, and, uh, mm-hmm. and as well as there's word that they're made, they are regardless. There's word that they're linked to J- uh, Jack Conklin, which we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. And if they end yep, up signing exactly. him, then that makes going at the receiver that much easier because you can wait to the second round and a possibly mm-hmm. third and get you another offensive lineman to help develop mm-hmm. and help get uh, Le'Veon Bell going. So I like that a lot. You know, Jerry Judy yeah, yeah. to the New York uh, New York Jets. I like that yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, that's why I was I was banking on a Conklin uh, on the Conklin thing. I believe that to be real. So yeah, I, I figured they would address well. tackle and free agency. Might as well. You got the money. Go ahead and do it, man. Go ahead and go ahead and yeah. invest in your quarterback. That's how I look at it. Exactly. Um, next up, you got the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Seven mm-hmm. and nine. There's so much talk right now. Of, of them, you know, they need to they need to receive it. They could go CD Lamb here. They truly can mm-hmm. go CD Lamb right here, but they're not. They're oh, going Justin Herbert. Oh, Herbert. go ahead. Hey, listen, the Derek Carr days are over. Me, we've talked about this. Go and I look like at some that. of the, in, the the interceptions that Derek Carr threw this year, and then look at John Gruden's face. Okay, that tells it all. <laughs> yes. It tells every bit of it. George yes. Gruden is tired, man. He is sick and tired, and he doesn't want any more of the Derek mm-hmm. Carr train. He's all hey, everybody. What's the, what's the saying? Choo choo all aboard. He's jumping off while the train is going full speed. Yes. He's like, I'll take the bumps. Yes. I'm not doing this. Give me Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. You got a dominant run game with that strong offensive line. Yes, they do mm-hmm. need receivers. But they can get receivers. This is a deep class. They can get receivers. And, I mean, they do have cap space as well. So they most likely trade yeah. off Derek Carr. And even if you don't trade Derek Carr, you can keep Derek Carr because I think all of his guaranteed money has already been paid. You can keep him, already been paid. bring Justin Herbert in, and let Herbert sit for half the yeah. season. And, and watch, exactly. wait for Carr to throw seven or eight picks through the first ten weeks and say, all right, and now Derek Carr, you bitch. And go ahead and mm-hmm. go forward exactly. with your guy and, and allow Justin Herbert to get that. Because the one thing about it is, you know, J- Justin Herbert is complete. He's ultra talented, uber talented. But he needs yeah. somebody that can unlock it. And I truly believe John Gruden, John Gruden. is a guy that can unlock his talent and unlock him mm-hmm. mentally. So I say go ahead and get John, get John Gruden his quarterback in the future. Mm-hmm. That Y two banana is going is going is going uh, blow Herbert. It's going to blow Justin Herbert's mind. All right, so next up is the Indianapolis Colts, and I see. <clears throat> I want to have them reach for a quarterback because I know Frank Reich wants a quarterback. He loves to play build a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I would I would reach for Jordan Love right here, mm-hmm. but how do you pass? 
how do you pass up CD Lamb? I, you can't. He know he's not falling that far. So you can no. You gotta get him. You gotta get him. Yeah, I got. I gotta go CD Lamb right there, and because you can't, you can't, you can't just pass up CD Lamb. You have a. Uh, he has a a decent team there, and he has an okay quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, give your okay quarterback some weapons, and maybe eventually down the line you may have to replace your quarterback. But it's better to replace your quarterback when you got solid weapons around him than when you have nothing around him. Right. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. CD Lamb there. Pair him with uh, the running back Marlon Mack, who I loved coming out of college. Yep. And. You got it. Oh man, you got that that uh, what's it? That left guard that's just all world. Best guard. And yeah, man, yeah, man. From day one, that mm-hmm. that dude is that dude is ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, get, and got stuff another weapon. It, it makes too much sense. I love I I love this. I love CD Lamb. So so think about Colts fans. I I, mm-hmm. I don't want you drooling over your over your headphones when you when you listen to this now. But <laughs> you get you get CD Lamb at, at pick thirteen. Somehow he falls, so you get CD Lamb. You still have Paris Campbell, who's a four three mm-hmm. three guy, four three three four three one guy, and you have yep. Ty Hilton um, with, with Pascal and some of those other young receivers that they have there. This is yep. the best way right here to build up your offense. You got a, you have a legit run game, and then yep. you have a, a, a offensive offensive side of the ball. You have weapons at the receiver position. You got speed so, and weapons. I, I like this a whole lot because this is like mm-hmm. putting DeAndre Hopkins with two speedsters. This is like pretty much trying to – this is truly what you're trying to do is replica what you face with the Texans. Exactly. Exactly. So, I think this that's a great move. If he's at 13, yeah. you got to take him. So I love that. I love you that have a lot. to. Now. You absolutely have to. At 14. I'm up. I'm Bruce, I got Bruce Arians as my coach. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of talks that um, that uh, Jameis Winston won't be back. And mm. if he's not, if he's not back, mm-hmm. and even if he is, I bring him back on a one-year deal. Prove yeah. it. But you know who you're going to prove it against? Jordan Love. Give me quarterback. Oh. Jordan Love out of Utah. Uh, Utah State. Nice. Give me that big, big arm. I'm telling you right now. Strong arm. Strong arm. Elite type of arm. Can make mm-hmm. all the throws. Off balance throws. He moves the large yep. point. He moves the pocket. All mm-hmm. those things. And he's he runs them in the four sevens. So you know yeah. he can also run the RPO game. He can he's run with the mobility. football. He can do all the things you need him to do. He can make every single throw. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And then you uh, under, you you got to understand. He was playing with some really bad talent at Utah State. You give him Mike Evans, you give him OJ Howard. Yes. You give him Chris Godwin. I'm just now saying. you're going to see a different player. I think you see a totally different player. So yep. that's all I'm saying. Give me Jordan Love. He has that arm, and he's he's a really he's a good downfield thrower as well. He puts the ball on the money. Like I said, the main thing is now he he'll be in the offense where. I don't have what well, he has to, well, he understands. I don't have to play hero ball. When I look at mm-hmm. him, I want to throw this comparison out from a from a basketball standpoint. When I see him, I see, I, I see kind of a, a, a Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? Has the tools. You already know he's yeah. a, he's a good player. You know he can he can play. 
but he's he has to play hero ball and put up all the numbers, all the stats. He's got to lead you in everything. You, you put Trey Young on a Sixers team and you swap out him and Ben Simmons. They're to me, they're a championship mm-hmm. contender. They're a legit championship contender. Because he's going, he's going to get you thirty and twelve yep. or thirty and fifteen, yep. and then exactly. he works perfectly with Embiid. So mm-hmm. that's what I look at, man. I just think that that's the perfect situation. You give Jordan love, and you put him in this in, in that offense. I think you get a lot of things cooking. Yeah, yeah, it, it that works. That absolutely works. Yeah, I mean, and all you gotta do is just like Jordan Love don't throw thirty interceptions. Yes, and you're good, and you're fine. That's that's all you gotta do. That's that's, that's all really, you gotta do. That's really it. <laughs> yes. Right, at pick fifteen, the Denver Broncos. They need wide receiver help. Mm-hmm. They also could use some offensive tackle help. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not a whole bunch of offensive tackle there. So, I mean, I'm going to go where everybody else says they're going to go and go ahead and draft Henry Ruggs to Ooh. go with yeah. Cortland Sutton. Yeah. You got your, you got your, you got your power with Cortland Sutton. You got your speed with Henry Ruggs. Drew Locke, have at it. Hey, and I'm I'm a lock fan, so I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He played well late too. Mm-hmm. He played well. He definitely did, brother. I like that a lot. Henry Ruggs yeah. with Cortland Sutton and Noah Font and, and, and Philip Lindsay. Drew Locke is gonna yeah. have a very big smile mm-hmm. on his face. He walks out on the field and sees that type of um receiving yeah. core and, and weaponry around him. I like that a lot. I like that a whole lot, brother. I'm telling you right now. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I like it. Um, next up, I have the Atlanta Falcons at 16. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know, them uh, allowing uh, Vic Beasley or as a, a a friend of mine likes to call him Vic, Vic Busley because he was a bust. Vic Busley. Um, <laughs> Vic Beasley uh, just didn't pan out. They got Tack McKinley. They have one of the better and probably one of the more underrated defensive tackles in Grady Jarrett in the middle. Um, oh yeah, and, it, and this is a guy I was surprised that he fell, um, but I'm gonna I gotta go with him. I, I mean, Javon Javon Kinlaw, put put Javon yeah, yeah. Kinlaw right beside Grady Jarrett. Yeah. For me, I know Edge is is something that they need to improve on, but I mean, for me, I think AJ Epinesa, while he rushes the passer solidly off the edge, I think he's mm-hmm. better from the interior anyway. Uh, but yes. give me Kinlaw because I think Kinlaw is more. He's freaky. He's got that those yeah. freaky abilities, and, and you take that. And yeah, Epinesa is a safer pick, but I just think the tandem of rushing the passer and, and, and uh-huh. clogging up the middle of of, of Grady and, and Kinlaw is just yeah. it's, it's going to be a trouble for those yeah, you got, for those uh, those interior offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah you got that interior uh, quarterback's not going to be able to step up. Because they both, if one's not going to get pressured, the other one is. Because who are you going to double team? Because you got to double team one of them, mm-hmm. and you double team Jarrett and Kinlaw is going. He has the athleticism and the burst to shoot that gap and beat his man and get right up the field, and that's going to help out your DNs because you you know your guards and all that and your center they all got to push in the middle to to protect the pressure coming in the quarterback's face. That's going to help your DNs. That's going to help. That's going to help Tech McKinley a whole lot. A whole lot. That's going to help Tech. Give him, give him, give him that yeah. single coverage. Yep. 
All right, so I got the stinking Cowboys next. <laughs> so I'm going to give them Joe Blow from Western Michigan, Eastern South Carolina State. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, who? <laughs> <laughs> from where? All right, so, all right, so the Cowboys... They're probably going to lose uh, Byron Jones, mm-hmm. and they still need a help at the safety position as well. And it's, I mean, it's right up their alley because you got you got safety. That's they got two safety to choose from. They got a nice corner. They got two nice corners to choose from. Uh, mm, I hate to do it. I really hate to do it, but it makes sense for them to draft. C.J. Henderson mm. at corner and have him replace Byron Jones. Like it just it. makes too much sense. I like it. Height, weight, speed. Yeah. Uh, you know, Height, weight, speed man. type dude. You know, he can create yeah. clothes. He can you know, play in zone. I, I love that pick for them because if you lose Byron Jones, you get a guy that can come in and, and develop. And then, of course, you got, mm-hmm. understand, you got him for five years. You got him at a good price. Yeah. Why not? I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. And you pair him with Adobe Awuzie, who's a solid player on that on the other side, mm-hmm. and and you got two young solid corners to 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 groom for the next couple of years. It just helps, and it, like they didn't, you're not going to ask them to travel. You're not going to ask them to be a superstar. Cowboys don't travel their corners, so just just ask him to play this one side, shut down this one side, and he's good at that. He's going, man. Listen, he's a player. He's a real player. He really is, man. I, I like mm-hmm. him a lot, brother. I'm telling you right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Next up, next up, who do I have? I have the Miami Dolphins. They, the pick that they got in the um, the trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, the Minka trade. So I got the, the Dolphins. Now, they got Tua. Um, mm-hmm. I'm saying they, they got some weapons over there. But it's like, what, what, mm. what else do they need? What else do they need? They need, to be completely honest, they need offensive yeah. tackle. They do need some offensive help. They they have a need. Yeah. Uh, also, at you know, when you look at the um, when you look at the the edge and, and mm-hmm. added to that defensive line. So this was a tough pick for me, man. But I gotta go right to Penn State. Yito mm. Gross Matos. Ooh. Give me Yito Gross Matos, man. And I, I truly, you know, he's not a, he's not a, he's still a kind of a raw prospect, but he led the team in sacks. Yeah. You know, he's a driven kid. His story is just incredible of what he's been through. So, you know, he's got the heart and the mind for it. So, he's going to come mm-hmm. out there and bust his butt every day, for, you know, to, 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 to truly, he has a drive to truly win and, and, and show up for his brother and his family. And, and, and he's got a lot of people counting on him. And, and those are the type of guys that have that type of, that type mm-hmm. of support system, that type of love behind him, as well as that drive, I, I take that guy all, you know as many times as possible. Especially when they are as talented mm-hmm. as Etor Gross Matos, I think he's going to be nice. And then you got to stand Christian Wilkins on the inside, and then you can yeah. move, uh, you know, YGM in the in the middle as well to yeah. rush over the guard in the center and, and use he's him got in the a size variety, to do that. variety of ways. Long, long, rangy, lengthy guy. He's got a good frame. And he's got a nice burst off the line. 
um, as long as he continues to, to develop and become a more of a karate kung fu master with the hands, hmm. I think he's going to be <laughs> just fine in the NFL. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. That's um, that's interesting. You took him over the LSU kid too. Oh yeah, Chase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got because he, I guess he's got the more he's got more size. He's yeah. more of a traditional lineman. I see that. That that makes sense. All right, so I got the Raiders again, and let's see. Let's see, Raiders. They need help at let's see. Linebacker, wide receiver. I mean, John Gruden himself said he needs a uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to take a wide receiver this high. I'm going to say they go cornerback and grab Christian Fulton mm. and put that in the backfield. Because that seems that's the, that's the best talent that's on the board at this point. Right. And you need you need a corner. I mean, you can never have too many corners anyway. Never, never. And and yeah, and you put, you you pair him with the kid from Clemson that they got. Now you got mm-hmm. you got a pair of young corners going forward. You don't have to worry about that position for a while. Right. So yeah, so that uh, it makes sense. I like that Christian Fulton. Uh, you know, he surprised us with his speed in the, in the forty. Um, he can cover. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that can match up with those bigger, more probably bigger, more physical uh, receivers where he's not as sticky in coverage against those shifty, really fast receivers. So you allow him to, yeah. you know, you, you can use him in, in, in those matchup situations. So I like that a lot. Uh, for me, next up, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars, the, the, the Jalen Ramsey pick. Well, they mm-hmm. already have they already have Jalen Ramsey's um, replacement technically. And because uh, you gave him Okuda early in the top, yeah. in the top. So for me, I am sticking with the defensive side of the ball because this is what led you a couple years ago. Yes, you 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 you're you pretty much are signaling the rebuild in, in, in Jacksonville. You're saying, hey, we don't want Foles anymore. Gardner Minshew is our guy. So while they could go receiver here, and they could, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. they could they need? Yeah. They also need a tight, you know, some tight end help as well. But for me, I'm going to give them Kenneth Murray. Telvin Smith walked Ooh. away from football last year, and that hurt yeah. their defense. Even with Jalen, that did. hurt that defense. He was one of the vocal guys. He was one of the leaders. He was one of the guys in the as a veteran in the locker room who set the tone for them. Kenneth Murray is that same type of guy. With the athleticism, the power, the speed, the freaky just – you know, Adonis God built body in front. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it from the aspect of you put him in the middle of that defense. The defensive line is still good. Now you add another freak in that front seven because you got Josh Allen last year who led, I think he led rookie, uh, the rookie pass rushes in sacks. I'm just saying, this is this is how you remake, remake your defense. And if Telvin Smith does come back, you he has the ability, both of them, either one can go to the outside and play the Sam or the Will. So exactly. you, were, you have yourself, you put yourself in good hands by taking Kenneth Murray. Exactly. It just, yeah, he's going to run sideline to sideline. He's going to erase. He's going to erase the running backs coming out the back the backfield. He's going to jump all over those drag routes. He and the, the uh, closing speed when you want to when you want him to spy the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, he's going he's going he's going to do he's going to give you everything Telvin Smith gave you. 
Think about the quarterback that they have in that division with exactly. Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying. Exactly. Exactly. You need somebody fast enough to keep up with him. Exactly. Yep. All right. So, all right. I got the Eagles pick at 21. This worked out perfectly nope. for you. Yeah, right. It did. It did. But <laughs> but nobody the Eagles wanted is on the board. They're all gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. All right. Uh, Eagles fans is gonna kill me because I mean, all right. We all know the Eagles want they want speed. That the whole team mm-hmm. needs speed everywhere. Um. But the speed wide receivers are not there. And I could go Justin Jefferson, even though he ran a 4-4. Don't look 4-4-ish on tape, but still he's a, he's an excellent wide receiver. Yeah, he but I'm yeah, but I'm drafting Grant Delpit. Ooh. I like it. Yeah, because Eagles play uh cover three, which means they got the Safety in a single high, and they need somebody with range that's going to be able to cover, you know, cover that deep middle or that, or that deep back end for the corners. And as of now, they don't have anybody can, that can do that. They have, you know, they got a contract dispute with Malcolm Jenkins, but I mean, Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins is not the same player that he used to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Father Time is undefeated. Mm-hmm. So he can't play. I mean, you can't even trust him to cover a wide receiver anymore. He's basically a linebacker now. That's mm-hmm. how that's and that's not coming from me. That's not my opinion. That's how the Eagles played him. Eagles played him as a linebacker. His responsibilities was the running back coming out of the backfield. But you they and they have nobody else at the safety position. They I mean they literally have nobody else at the safety position. So I, I gave him Grant Delpit. He gives you this that single high with the range that can cover over the back back end. So that way, when Jalen Mills gets beat by a double move, Grant Delpit going to be like, I got your back, Jalen. I'm going to go ahead and make that pick for you when you 10 yards behind him. Yep, I like so, that. So, yeah, I got to give him the best talent on the board. And then, like you said, it helps the secondary, man. Because, you know, and it gives those guys that confidence up, you know, to mm-hmm. play more physical, to play more aggressive. Exactly. To the point where yeah. If you know when it, when it all boils down to it, hey, we know we have a guy back there that can make plays and has the range mm-hmm. that we that we need in the back end. So I like this move a lot. Um, next up, yeah. I have the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills need a receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's one of the main things for me. The Bills need a darn receiver, man. And <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, when you think about the receivers that are left, you know, for a while it was T. Higgins. But right now T. Higgins yeah. is kinda of falling for me because he didn't he, he, had. he didn't uh you know, he didn't work out or do anything at the conference. He didn't do anything. That that, that, that bothers me uh mm-hmm. to to this moment. To this day. Um, yeah. you know, you know to this day, you know, like uh yeah. like like Wilder. Like I I almost wow. don't want to draft him. Like especially not in the first round. I don't want to. I don't want to take because I mean I have my reservations about T Higgins anyway. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact that that I think that confirmed my reservations. I knew. I figured like T T probably not going to run the forty because he don't want everybody to see a four six five. <laughs> but he could have. For me, he could have still did the receiver drills because 
you know, I want to see you. I want to see your hands in the gauntlet drill. I want to see you on the fade. Right? He could have still did that. Yeah. I mean, that would have been that would have actually made him some money because he would have been excellent at it. But he he chose not to. I think for me, I'm I'm I am going to go receiver, and we, you mm-hmm. just talked about him, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, I, yeah. I put him I put him out there, you know, with Smokey John Brown, with Dawson Knox, with Devin Singletary, and Cole Beasley. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do believe he his I believe his play speed can match up to what he saw in the forty. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think his, his you know we talked about his ability to play on the outside and the inside. And, and his ceiling man is is so high to me. I think oh, yeah. he could be a he could be a really good player, and I think he could become the number one that this team needs. So I'm mm. giving them Justin Jefferson. Okay, that works. That works. That makes sense. Yeah, and he got the young running back along with that. You got somebody for you got a you got an outlet for Josh Allen. That's where he you don't got to sit there and pat the ball. He don't got to look to run all the time. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so, oh, I got the New England Patriots. Uh-huh. And uh, look who falls right into y'all lap. I'm going to give y'all Clavion chasing because, you know, you need the edge rusher. He's going to get off, get after the passer. And he fell right to y'all. And... I don't know, that's a match made in heaven, I think. I, I mean, I like that. I love, I love it actually because at the end of the day, the New England Patriots did not have a guy that could consistently win one on one in pass rushing situations. Yes, the secondary was great; they were able to, to to mask the issues in the front seven that Bill Belichick has yet to truly address year in and year out. Mm-hmm. This is going on a decade now that he's ignored having a legit pass rusher outside of Chandler Jones who got yeah. better after he left Belichick. But this is a moment that you go out there and you get that type of guy. I love it a mm-hmm. whole lot, man. Um, I think it's a, it's a great move. Yeah, they need to get weapons, but that's what you have to offer. That's what you have to all season for in free agency. Yeah. Get, get, mm-hmm. get, a, get a legit, talented defender. I like that a lot. Um, next mm-hmm. up, I have that number 24. I had the New Orleans Saints. And I thought about it. I was like, man. If I don't give the give the Bills a receiver and like Justin Jefferson, this is a spot I actually would have given him if you didn't take Justin Jefferson at twenty three with to the Patriots. So the, yeah. the New Orleans Saints, I'm going back into receiver, mm-hmm. and I'm giving them Jalen Rager. Oh wow! I, I want okay. Jalen Rager on that on oh, that wow. turf in the dome. Because you we all know he came in more bulky than he needed to be. He, whoever trained he him. Did him the disservice. He came in into Gave the combat about 10, 15 pounds heavier. His playing weight is not as hot as is not as uh heavy as he weighed in at the combine. So no. he drops that weight, comes into training camp and, and rookie mini camp and everything, ready to mm-hmm. roll, ready to roll, light, aerodynamic and fast, yep. and ready to run, baby. Because I think with him and Michael Thomas, I think they could be a premier issue at the receiver's position. Yeah, and they still got Traquan Smith, who I think would be a who could transition to that third guy from play. the slot. And, yep. and, and I mean, Grant Michael Thomas is interchangeable, but I really believe putting Jalen Rager to take the top off the defense because when 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 Michael Thomas is running those, because eventually I, I want to say eventually someone is going to double Michael Thomas, eventually. Yes. 
for whatever yeah. reason, on God's green earth, man is running breaking, in breaking, and out breaking routes <laughs> every snap, and nobody jumps it. Not a soul. And nobody, they just leave the nobody receiver, pays attention to it. They just leave the receiver on an island. And I'm like, yes. you got to understand, yes, Drew Brees' arm isn't strong enough to push the ball downfield, but you're not going to tell me that if Jalen Rager burns his, his guy and the safety steps mm-hmm. up and he gives him a free lane, that Drew Brees can't throw it to a spot and let this young man go get it. So I think Jalen Rager to the New Orleans Saints is a perfect fit. Yeah, makes yeah. It's just yeah. I mean, Michael Thomas going to be taking all the attention. Jalen Rager going to see single coverage most of the time. Kirk Cousins can get the ball out there. I mean, they got to and Stephon. Oh, no, not Stephon Diggs. Uh, what's his name? Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn Smith. Yeah, yeah, Trey Quinn Smith. I, it's you got a you got a legit deep threat, and you got. You can attack at all three levels. Exactly. It's, That's you, what I was about to say. Yeah. You, you, you can attack at all three levels with those three guys. Yeah. yeah. And you got Drew Brees pulling the trigger. So you know the ball is coming out fast, too. Yeah, that makes them a problem on offense. Mm-hmm. All right. So at 25, we got the Minnesota Vikings. So Vikings, they're losing uh, their cornerback to free agency. They got the two wide receivers. I don't believe that Stephon Diggs trade talk. I think he's going to do another season there. Um, so th- they could they could use cornerback help. And I mean, cornerback. I, I mean, cornerback. I really really like. I think he's a player. Is Jeff Gladney. So I'm going to put them put him in Minnesota, right there. He can take the place of Trey Wayne's. And I think he's a plug-and-play corner. Like, the way they play defense, he's tough, he's physical, he's fast, he fits right in with what they would like to do there in Minnesota. I think he's a plug-and-play. You can put him in day one, game one, and just, like, take care of your man. He's a tackler. He he measured in at the combine a little bit shorter than what everybody expected, but it doesn't matter because he can stay in phase with receivers. He can mirror and match. And plus, they also are losing uh, Mackenzie Alexander as their nickel cornerback. So if they really want want to, they can put him as a nickel back. So he serves two purposes for him. So I, w- I give Jeff Gladney over to the Minnesota Vikings. I like that. I mean, they, they need they need cornerback help, man. Xavier Rhodes hasn't been closed in the past two seasons, and, and mm-hmm. you know Trey Waynes is just a an average player at best. He's a better athlete than he is player. So. I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. I'm with you on that. Next up, I got, again, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Miami Dolphins. <laughs> you didn't make that whole draft. <laughs> exactly, with the trade from the Houston Texans. Um, uh-huh. I gave them, I gave them uh, Utah Gross Matos with the last pick and with the pick before. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you had the Dolphins first time. Sorry. You had the Dolphins. Oh, I did, I had, yeah, I yeah. had them for the last two picks. You gave them to a, um, man. Sheesh. This is tough. You know, because because I, mm-hmm. I, I really want to give him a talented running back here, but in a deep running back class, I say you skip running back. I say you go. Oh. I say you go, offensive tackle, Houston. Mm-hmm. Jones, Josh Jones. Josh Jones. Give me Josh Jones. Yeah. I I, I really you know from a frame standpoint, tall, mm-hmm. long arms, strong. Um, and he looks quick in his in his pass sets. I think he can develop into that type of tackle that can help protect Tua. And you mm-hmm. can, like I said, you can flip him either or, however you want to do it. 
but they need yeah. to sure up that offensive line. And I think Josh Jones, Josh Jones has a lot of a lot of love right now in the draft community uh, and mm-hmm. heading into the draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see more than three or four offensive tackles go in the first round. And I think he's one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Notice we got all these running backs falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right, so next one is the Seattle Seahawks, who always seem to surprise people with their first round picks. Jesus Christ, they do. Not, not they, in a good I mean, way either. Not in a good way. Yeah, like they just, they just, they, they be off the wall. But you know what? Some of the players that they draft, I, I like. But it's just that at the at the spot that they pick them, is like, it's like, what are you doing? So I'm gonna, I'm assuming that they're gonna lose to Davion Clowney in free agency. Somebody's gonna give him a boatload of money and be like, hey, give us three sacks and um play tough against <laughs> the run. And don't do my dog like so, that, man. <laughs> no, I you said I love Jadavion Clowney, but I just know exactly what he is. He's just, you know, what I mean, he's he's an athlete at the defensive end position, and you can put him inside. And he can rehab it. Like his athleticism and his ability scare people, scare offensive coordinators more than what he actually does. It's the threat of Jadavion Clowney that 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 makes him that month that makes him such a good player because he can do so much to you. He can he can wreck a game. He can wreck a game if you want if 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 he wants to. But uh, with, with Seattle, they like. They like uh, their defensive linemen with inside-out capabilities. Like, you could look at a guy like that they drafted, like L.J. Collier. He could play end-to-end tackle. They got a guy like, uh, what's his name, Raheem Green. He could play end-to-end tackle. They like they like their tweeners on the defensive line. And that's what I think A.J. Epinesa is. They're going to they're gonna put him on the outside, have him rush from the outside, then have him rush from the inside. They like their uh, defensive line to be versatile, which makes sense. Because in this in this league, you gotta have guys that can do more than one thing. So I'm giving them AJ Epinesa and uh, to replace Jadavion Clowney. I like that, uh, and I mean, like you said, they they have to 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 continue to fix that that front. You know, stop the run first off. Put teams in third and long instead of third and mm-hmm. manageable, third and short, and get after the passer. And like you said, he can kick down inside and be a complete beast. Rushing the passer from the interior, I like that move. Seattle, mm-hmm. they, 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 and they, and for me, they also need to be looking at possibly corners, man, because their corners are not yeah. good to me. Ooh, not a fan no. of their, that that secondary, man. They need to, they, if, the only way you can fix that is if you legit can get after the passer. So I, I like yeah. that move for the Baltimore Ravens at twenty-eight, man. Um, it's, and I know that right now. It, as a as the GM of the Baltimore Ravens, I'm pissed that, uh, hmm. that Chase on went to the Patriots. <laughs> so <laughs> yep. I'm not I'm not too happy about that. But I will <laughs> say I am going to go with Edge anyway. It is well, it's tough because I I'm looking at Patrick Queen here, and mm-hmm. they, they need to get better in the interior of that that defense from a speed standpoint. But it's like mm-hmm. also you most likely losing Matt Matt Judon. Yeah. Give me I'm, – I'm, I'm going to the blue turf. I'm going to Boise mm-hmm. State. Give me Curtis oh, Weaver. Oh, Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver isn't body beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. 
Now, you no. know what I'm saying? He he's not when I describe Kenneth Murray, you know, the the rock shoulders, the the abs, the you know, the the, the physical frame and everything. That's not Curtis. Dad bod. Yeah, he's dad got bod. the he's got the dad bod, little muffin top, mm-hmm. little muffin top. But um, he, he's for for a guy that isn't in his peak physical, I mean, physique condition. He's quick off the ball. He's strong yeah. in, in his in his bull rush. He can get in. He can win inside. He can win outside. And I think with those big guys in the in the middle of that that uh, Ravens defense, give him some one on ones. I think he can be a legit player for you guys, as well as get him. I want to see because uh, I think he adds more power and a little more muscle in the NFL weight weight room and weight program. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he gets stronger as well as as long as he can hold on to his quickness. I true. I really. He he doesn't have a lot of hype, but I really like Curtis Weaver sneaking to the bottom of the first round. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good pick right there. He's I mean, he's a very underrated player too, because mm-hmm. he's he's one of those guys that when you talk about Ben, he's got that Ben where he's going to bend the edge and get up and get right after the quarterback. Yep. Yeah, that's a um. Yeah, and, and you know what? The funny thing about it is not a lot of people have him rated that high. No. Not and yeah, I yeah, I rocked with that pick. I rocked with that pick a lot. I got the Tennessee Titans. And let's see. They don't have a whole lot of on the board, but Tennessee, okay, so I'm guessing they're gonna bring back uh what's his face? Tannehill. Tannehill. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's the long term. Uh, answer at quarterback. No. So I'm going to go with Jacob Eason and have him sit behind Tannehill for maybe a year, maybe two years. But you got your next guy that you can develop waiting in the wings Mm -hmm. that's going to be throwing to uh, AJ and uh, John and what's Smith and yeah, Corey and John Davis. Smith, yeah, and Corey Davis, and who knows whether they're going to keep Travis Henry or not. But they're still there. That's their identity. They're going to run the ball. So if it's not Derrick Henry, it's going to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving the Titans Jacob Easton and have like them that. and have him as their next quarterback waiting in the wings. I like that. Plus the underrated aspect of of you drafting him there. That. Mm-hmm. That drafting him in the first round, cause, and that's the that's the key. With the Ravens, there drafting Lamar Jackson at the last pick of the first round, that gives you five yep. years. That gives you a five year exactly. Five year exactly. To, so now, if you let him sit for two years and he takes over that third year, he can't go mm-hmm. asking for a huge deal. No. After year three and four, unless he goes out there and wins two Super Bowls and wins a Super Bowl period. Exactly. So I like yep. that a lot. It gives yourself a lot of wiggle room as well as controlling the mm-hmm. cap and how much he can demand. Because you can just franchise tag him after you pick up his front, his uh, fifth year option. I like that a whole. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, I got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, for me, it's easy. I know the, the Packers could use some some uh, offensive help, but I'm going Patrick Queen. I'm giving them another inside linebacker, mm. um, a guy that can run sideline to sideline. There's a clip of him. I can't remember which. It was, I think it was maybe Mississippi State or I can't remember who they were playing at LSU. This kid. Fired like legit, shot out of a cannon from the linebacker spot, and bull yeah. rushed the guard and just shoved him to the ground and got into the oh, backfield. Wow. And he's under—I think he's only like two thirty-five, maybe 
He's not six a huge feet, guy. Two thirty. Yeah, six feet, yeah. two thirty. He's not mm-hmm. like Kenneth Murray's what six four, maybe six five somewhere there. Six two, six yeah. three. He's a taller guy, but he's like two forty, two fifty, if, if anything. You know, Isaiah yeah. Simmons, you know, six four, two thirty eight, two forty. This kid mm-hmm. is six foot two thirty, and he's strong, and he can get after. He can get after. He's a he, he's a magnet for the football. He can drop in the coverage. He can play sideline to sideline. I'm just saying because we saw him. I believe he ran a four five in the forty. He yeah. he's a player, and he's a player that is rising, and a player that I think will be very good for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it just makes yeah, just makes sense. And you, they losing Blake Martinez. Plug him in along that. And they are building a nice young defense in Green yes, Bay. They are. Yes, a, they lo- are. a lot of their players, I like. I like Kevin King. I like Kevin King more than I like Sidney Jones coming out of Washington. I loved Savage, uh, uh, the pass rusher they got from Michigan. I liked him. They got a lot of good young sure, players. I'm in hearing defense. that he's supposed to be. He's in the plans to have a have a breakout year this year. Um, ooh, they, 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 you know, he he's the guy that everybody's looking at to show up, mm-hmm. and be healthy, and perform. And and, yep. and they need pairing him, having him, in a, especially with Queen. Help! They need help when it comes to stopping the run, and I think Queen yeah. does that. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, your your outside linebackers are uh, the Smith brothers and Patrick Queen in the middle. What you gonna do with that? That's that's a good defense right there. Exactly. All right, so yep. So we got the San Francisco Forty ers on the board now. Super Bowl runner up. And they are a they are a very deep team, and they are a very good team. Mm-hmm. They got, I mean, they got a good quarterback. I think they need to get a little bit more dy- dynamic on offense. Um, I think they missed at cornerback with uh, Akilo Akilo Witherspoon. I didn't like him at all, and they had I, to I bench him later on. Man, he just did not, you know. He he don't he don't. Yeah, he don't like hitting nobody. We saw that back there. He don't like he don't his idea of tackling is laying on the ground and hoping somebody trip over him. That's his idea of tackling. I, I, I don't like players that don't like to tackle. But with the San Francisco 49ers, I know they had uh they had they did all right with Carlos Hyde and Raheem Mostert. But you can you can upgrade that cuz you got you sitting there looking at DeAndre Swift just sitting there. Ooh. And, and you got Jonathan Taylor just sitting there. Like, what do you do with that? So, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift and add him to that offense. Take some more, some more, take some more pressure off of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And because because DeAndre Swift, you can use him in the passing game as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, pair him with Debo and George. That's that's more 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 weapons, and then maybe you can. You maybe you can survive a shootout with the Chiefs next time. Yeah, facts, facts. I like that. I like that. It, it just makes that makes that that offense so much more dangerous, man. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the play calling has to open up more and allow um, Jimmy to throw the ball. Um, yeah. Uh, I, let's close it out. Kansas City mm-hmm. World Champs, right? And, and, and the need that they have here, they, you know, they need a they need a legit running back. Damian Williams is a Number two, number three guy. Um, mm-hmm. a legit number one running back. They have some other areas of needs as well. Um, but, man, it's that, this is tough. This is a tough one. Yeah. This is a tough yeah. one for them. You if know? you're looking at running back, then, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is not really an Andy Reid type of running back. No, he's not. 
I mean, I, I would say I'm going with my f- number four corner on the board, on, the, mm-hmm. on my big board. I'm going A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Oh, you there know? you go. Can't, he, he tested well. He, 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 he was cleaning in his, in his workout and everything. I want people mm-hmm. to understand, though, uh, Eugene, what we saw from Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase cooked a lot of guys in college, right? He did. He, did. he gave a lot of guys problems. And, and, and having Joe Burrow and that offensive line for Joe Burrow to have time, it, it you know, it is what it is. It, it, it helps. Mm-hmm. It definitely helps. So I need everyone to, to, you know, take that out of your mind. Because if you go back and look at his film, you know, he's a, he's a legit player, a legit corner. I'm not saying he's a star, but he's a legit corner. Now, did he struggle yeah. against Jer- Jerry Judy as well? When he faced him in, in the national champ, yeah, he struggled. He struggled yeah. against those two guys, but those are two of the better uh, receivers that we've seen in college in, in the past couple of years. So exactly, you can't hold that against him because anybody else, he's able to put some clamps on and, and play mm-hmm. more lockdown defense. So I think that's the type of guy they need. He's got the height, he's got the weight, he's got the speed, he's got the footwork. Mm-hmm. He's 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 clean. He can press. He can play off. That is a guy yeah. they need in that in that secondary. Yeah, and like, and what you saw at LSU is not what you're going to see in the league. Some coaches, some coaches, going to get his hands on AJ and going and going to tell him like, "Look, kid, this is what you should have did." He's going to have a, a year in the offseason training program. He's, I mean, like that LSU game is probably the worst you'll ever see AJ Terrell play because mm-hmm. he's gonna he, he's gonna have he's gonna have experience. He's going to get better. And you judge a player on a body of work, not a single game. So yes, and, and with AJ Terrell, he's got the hips, he's got the he's got the ball skills. He can, and you can see on all those plays, he was right there with Jamar Chase. He was still in phase with the with the wide receiver. Yeah. So yeah, that I mean, yeah, he's he's going to be a good player, and that's a and that's an excellent pick for the for the Chiefs. Yes, sir. Got to got to get that defense up because you like I said, you can get running backs. Later, and I got a running back in mind uh, that that, mm-hmm. that would be really good in Kansas City. Oh, ooh, I think I know who you thinking about too. Who, who you think I'm talking about? That other kid from LSU. <laughs> Listen, Clyde Edwards <laughs> is a beast, man. So, yeah, man. And, and, if, and if you don't want to go that route, I got one more for you. He he he, mm-hmm. he, he played in Maryland this year. Oh. My guy Anthony I mean, McFarlane. Yeah, he go he goes with the whole speed thing that they exactly. got going on down there. Four four oh, speed, my strong upper body leg drive can catch yes. the football. I'm just saying, you could get him in the fourth, possibly fifth round if teams really gonna let yep. these running backs fall. I'm just saying, you, can get him cheap. So you don't even have to go running back first round. But listen, that is our first round mock draft, our live first mm-hmm. initial live first round mock draft with me and Eugene. We will have another. Uh, coming up as well before the draft gets here. Uh, but get, listen, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and, and continue to support us. All the love we've been getting. You guys have mm-hmm. killed it with our with the the listens and streams yeah. this past five, especially past five episodes. This is episode you guys have been 10. awesome. Um, so we thank you guys so much for it. Like I said, like, subscribe, share, leave a review. Mm-hmm. Just tell us what you think, okay? So um, yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. That's all we can ask, right? But yep. as always, guys, mm-hmm. we will be back, and we have a surprise for you because next week we're gonna kick off Ooh. with another free agency episode, and 
I dare I say, to foreshadow, we have mm. a, new, a new member of the team here. Oh. And we'll let her. I said too much. Mm. I said too much. Uh, uh, I said uh, too much. We'll let her, you know, uh, mm-hmm. introduce. We'll introduce her next yeah. week. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. yeah. I said too much. Listen, guys, we got to yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we thank y'all so much, so much for, mm-hmm. for joining us on the show. As always, I'm Damian Parson. That's Eugene Holt. Y'all have yourselves a good night. Peace.